0: What's your goal for this year what you're trying to achieve so then go to you know the sessions that are gonna help you with that you're listening to the bookkeepers podcast sponsored by go proposal by sage I've been a student of value pricing for many years now. Understanding pricing has helped me to transform our firm's results and build a firm that can run without me. A key tool we use for pricing in our firm is GoProposal. It allows us to build the price in person with the prospect and send out a proposal and engagement letter immediately, which has saved us hours from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but being able to create a standardised pricing system within the software means everyone on my team can use it freeing me up from being the bottleneck if you're not using it already i highly recommend you check it out just head to goproposal.com forward slash sign up for your free trial now over to the
1: latest episode of the bookkeepers podcast hi and welcome to the bookkeepers podcast
0: i'm Zoe Whitman i'm here with joe wood hi joe how are you Hi, I'm good. I'm good, Zoe. I can't believe Accountex was a whole week ago. Where has that week gone? I know. I can't believe it. We were. Um, I was looking through some of the photos that we had.
1: We asked some of our bookkeeping community who come along um, to share photos that they've taken because we don't. You know, we don't see everything, do we? Like whenever you're at something like that, there's so much going on. Lots of different events. It's a massive event, um, mm. and you can't be everywhere. And then you see these little insights into. How other people have spent their time, and um, yeah, it's been awesome. But then I keep thinking we really need to come back and talk about account X and just share what we learned. Um, we saw lots of you there, so yeah, yeah.
0: say hi in the comments if you're here watching live or on replay. Um, it, it'd be really nice to know if you went. If you've ever been, if you're thinking about going in the future, we were talking about the fact that, you know, they do two events, there's a London, and then there's a Manchester, so sometimes people pick and choose, but we really want to talk about what it was like, um, events in general, how you can make the most out of it, because when you take, you know, for us, we took a good few days out of our week to attend an event. You have to make sure it's worth your while. You can't just do that and, you know, not make sure that it's going to be beneficial. So how do you get the most out of um, events? So, yeah, we just want to talk about what it was like, what we learned, who we met. Just have a chip, 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 chip. We don't get a
1: chance to do that very much, do we? No, we don't. We use the little conversations. Do you know, I felt, Joe it was really big and really busy. And maybe Mm. that's because conferences, I mean, this was like, kind of like, well, there was Quick QuickBits Connect earlier the, in the year, but um, it was one of the first of the year. Maybe last year was a bit quieter still because we were still getting used still to getting sort of back to normal. Um, and I really found it to be quite. Did you find it really big and
0: busy and Massive. loud? Massive, loud, busy. I mean, I, I just. Oh my goodness, Caroline's here, Caroline <laughs> Um Yeah, just got the. The organiser here, um, we, we it was really, we, I felt the energy was different this year. And I definitely feel like that. It felt like um, COVID was over. Yeah. Like it was the first time I've been to an event where I felt like people had gone all out. They weren't like, oh, will there be the numbers there or not? Everyone everyone went. And what, is, what amazed me the most is the amount of people that I know that went and I didn't see. I didn't see yes. them. That was definitely that has never happened to me at a recent event um in the last year. I've I've always met up with everyone this year. I had no chance. There were so many people there I didn't get to see.
1: Yeah. Energy was a great word though. I think that was it. Like it really everyone I spoke to in the run-up to it was making a plan for what they were gonna do. And there was like this buzz and excitement. And I, I feel like um I feel like when we've gone to events before as a bookkeeping community, and we do for anyone who doesn't come to like live events with us we are a very inclusive supportive group and community and we would never want anyone to feel that they're going to something like that alone joe mm. and i've both attended events before and thought oh you know my kind of people aren't going to be there i'm going to be like i won't know what to do with myself you know that that kind of thing really put us off but we'd go anyway and uh, and and um we didn't want anyone else to arrive feeling like that so we'll always find within our community that there are chats and people who've arranged that they're going to get together and usually we'll have a big a big group of bookkeepers and you'll, you'll, there will always be a, a place where people are hanging out and you'll just pass by and you'll be like, oh, I recognize you. I recognize your name because I've seen you in the Facebook group or something. So we really make sure that no one ever feels alone. And, you know, Joe and I are super approachable too. So you can always like reach out to us if you're coming along or, you know, you just want to know how can I connect with other people before I go. But I really felt that people were ready and excited. They saw it as an opportunity for them as bookkeepers who maybe before didn't feel the event was for them. And they had really clear plans of what they wanted to achieve from being in that event, even whether they were going for both days or whether they were just going for one of the days. Because I know some people came up for the whole thing, other people and stayed like stayed away from home for three nights and did like did the whole thing, and um, other people maybe came just for the Thursday, and and there was definitely another like a different feeling as well. Like the Thursday vibe was much more chilled than mm-hmm. I think if you were there on the Wednesday, uh, mm-hmm. which is good to know if you were
0: you know if you're thinking how do I go and feel like there's less
1: Intense. overwhelm
0: yeah 100 100 because I know that from the conversations that I had with some bookkeepers some turned up and said you know they were raring to go and they're really excited and others turned up and went I'm going to be going home tonight I can't stay as planned this is too much for me and but that's okay that's okay you know you you I know that the travel, the journey. I'm not even that far away, and you know, I had issues getting into the car park and things, and it was. And I'm kind of a quite a chill, very natural traveller, like doing it. But I even got stressed out a little bit, and that's fine. It's okay. I think. um, I think people saying like the exhaustion afterwards. I think we have to realize that we're different beings from pre-COVID. That actually. It's a, it's a lot to be in all those other people's energy and spend time and it's, it's the noise, it's the lights, it's the, the theatre of it all. I mean, on the second day, me and Zoe were walking in and there was these like nine foot tree men on quilts <laughs> and I was like, I think that tree's moving. Oh, it's a man. That, so it's a lot for your brain to take in and then even like um, the stands, I mean, we, we both saw hammocks stand, didn't we? And I, this time last year, they had a tiny little... It was amazing. And we were like, wow, everyone's gone really full out. Everyone had arrived. And it's a lot for you to take in and process. Caroline says it... Caroline Hobden is the
1: organiser. And she's amazing and made us feel super welcome. And bless her. Even had my suitcase in her office at one point. Um, and Caroline says it was 20% bigger. Um, wow. So. I- I don't know that we would have known that at all, but it, I mean, it definitely felt like a big event and I, and it felt like everyone had a big space and um, I definitely did some steps that day. But I think that it needed to have that much space. There were a lot of people there in a good way. Like it was really good. And mm-hmm. I always find like it's hard to cross a room without bumping into people that you know and want to have a chat with. And I, I think that just reflects how bookkeepers have been made more welcome than they have. <laughs> that i think that maybe there's been like um a like a positive
0: effort to welcome bookkeepers to events like this i don't think I, and i'll be honest i don't think bookkeepers wanted to come a few years ago i didn't didn't think it was for me didn't know why it would And like I said, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of planning when, you know, lots of us have family or people we're looking after or we're working part time. So to create that amount of space for travel and two days of events, that's a lot. And we'd have had to weigh up, is it worth my while now that we have our own community and we know that we're going to be meeting other people and friends in real life? And yes, there's going to be this talk and that talk and oh, I want to see that software company. And I understand the purpose of it. Now it's a no brainer. But a few years ago, like last year was my first year of ever going to AccountEx. And then I went to AccountEx North. So this was my third AccountEx, you know, but very different. But even last, I, I did feel a bit like oh is it for me but I, there was definitely a change this year firstly there was so many of our community there it definitely felt like I don't know the stats and I'd love to know uh, Caroline but I felt there was m- much more of a female presence this year compared to last year last mm. year when I went I definitely felt that it was def- and we'd said that about a few events had not we Zoe there a few events we've been to um over since we've started this business it, it felt like very very male dominant um space and where we're in this online space where we know it's a very female dominant it it really we really noticed it but this year it just felt like there was a it was a big mix it was I don't know which way it would have been I don't really care it just felt like there was a lot more people that I just recognized friendly faces I mean um Mark Farrington who is in our success lounge absolutely had me in stitches because he he's he said everybody knows who I am all these ladies keep coming up to me and I said to my I said to my wife I must be so attractive because all these women just want to talk to me <laughs> and it was like, I don't think he's ever experienced this and we was like Mark of course we just everyone loves everyone you know wants to meet all their friends in the community and it's it's really really lovely and he had a big smile on his face um he was really happy to to be there so I think it just felt more inclusive for everybody because maybe Mark. I know Mark doesn't really like social media, so he might not have attended this event either because he just doesn't like being. You know, it's been a big step for lots of people, especially solopreneurs that are working from home on their own. That's a lot of effort to stop work for the day, sort everybody out, mm. not earn the money if you're charging an hourly rate to go and and then think to be sold to. But it wasn't like that at all, was it?
1: No, no, I didn't. I didn't feel like sold to and I think that there have been other events where I've gone walked past stands and had really awkward conversations with people really blatantly selling and I maybe it didn't need to be like that maybe it was just a different energy because there were different people there um so that was yeah that's interesting um what did you think about the bookkeepers um
0: hub that oh. was set up by zero that was cool oh my- Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, Caroline had said to us, you know, we want to do this bookkeepers base camp and Zero want to get involved. And we're like, oh, my goodness, to have a space that we can all hang out is amazing. We didn't expect that there'd be tea, coffee, pastries as well, which was lovely. And then when we got there, there was all these seats and um, everything. And we were able to um, there was we had a time to do our um, to do our book signing. Which was fantastic. And um yeah, it was it was it was so nice because everyone knew that we could get that like, they could look at the map, know where to head, and they knew that there was going to be bookkeepers there, regardless of whether they were actually um in our community or not. We met lots of bookkeepers that weren't in our community that had never heard of us, which was just so lovely. So it felt like the bookkeeping vibe was getting out there even more, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I thought it was. It was really cool actually because the night before the event on the Tuesday night Joe and I were um, we were practicing like we' <laughs> we just arrived like the reality of this the behind the scenes that maybe people don't realize is we don't live anywhere near each other so we just don't really no. see each other face to face very much. and um, you'd traveled up I'd traveled up and we were staying in the same hotel and we're like well let's go down we need to run through like we'd done some work preparing for our sessions, but we really needed to do it in person and have catch up. So we were sort of sat at the table and running through our presentation and we were talking about um, raising like raising your profile, raising your prices, that kind of thing. And we um, turned around and because some people were clapping on a table next to us, people were clapping and, uh, and we got chatting to uh, a couple of ladies and we were just talking to them about their bookkeeping practices. And because they were sisters running their own businesses, um, one in the UK and one in Canada, we just had they because they spoke to each other you know how we're here because really we're facilitating facilitating a community um they didn't feel that they needed that because they had each other which was mm. really interesting and I think it just shows how whatever you do in business and ho- however you
0: work you work there's somebody who is your go-to yeah go going... yeah yeah, you just need a business bestie, whatever that looks like. And it might, and I've had, you know, I've, I've always had my sister in my business as well. So maybe that's why I've, you know, carried on so long before starting, you know, thinking about having a community because, but it it is different to have different views um, and not get the family stuff involved. It was just so lovely. I mean, yeah, we're sitting there and I, I, t- I looked at them clapping and I turned around and thinking, oh, what's, what's going on over there then? And she was like, no, we just heard you talk about, Bookkeepers and how amazing they are, and we were like, "Oh, okay." We ended up like not able to finish. Well, we did finish practicing later on, didn't we? But after we e- had hilarious. a really long chat with them, really long chat really with them, it was really good fun. Really good really. fun.
1: Yeah. So I think it was it was really nice to meet lots of people that we maybe haven't met before. Um, gave a lot of copies of the book out as well, which was really like to the point. I thought I'd sent
0: way too many. Like, they were I mean, gone on day one. Run out of books. Yeah. Signed so many books and, oh my goodness, it felt, it was, it was it was an amazing experience and so nice to meet so many people. And to be honest, the majority of the people, you know, weren't in our community. They were newbies mm-hmm. and it was really, and even in, I felt like in our sessions when we did talks and things, you know, our, we always say to our community, you hear us all the time. You listen to us. You don't have to, like, if there's something else you want to do, do not feel obliged to come and watch us. Um, and, but they were... It was full of other people. we were like, wow, and it's still full up. It was amazing. Um, yeah. Really exciting. I, I think we've had a question about how does um, how does Accountex London compare to Accountex North and Accountex Manchester? And yeah,
1: from I Rachel. can only Did talk... Say
0: yeah, oh, from Rachel. From my experience, um, Manchester was smaller. Um, and just, it was, very, it was a very different feel. It felt a lot more compact, but still it was like just a mini version but it still had the yeah. same energy just in a smaller venue um but it was and I, I don't know how many I'm just like a much smaller version but it was still really good and actually that might be a good option for you if you are really overwhelmed to you know about doing something like this and trying it out I found it was a bit um I don't know I, I love I love Manchester so well, I yeah I, I love the vibe of Manchester it's good I think
1: yeah, I think what I quite so location wise, I always I was always moaned Caroline that ex- Excel in London is really tricky to get to, although it's different. I come into Paddington. So the Elizabeth line now helps a lot with that. And yes. um, so I can stop complaining. But um, I still feel like you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So if yeah. you wanted to like go out um, in the evening or something for dinner, I mean, we were staying in a nice hotel. We have places to have dinner. There's food around. There's places you can get food. When you're in Manchester, though, you feel like you're in Manchester. So you're really like yeah. just down the road from lots of things, aren't you? So I think that, that it it has more of a compact feel about it. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, I think, yeah, c- clearly a smaller venue in Manchester, but really the same value for sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I know Caroline mentioned earlier, she was just giving us some stats about, you know, she's still doing the full breakdown, but we noticed there was a lot more balance. I think that's when we was talking about male and female and definitely showed. And we also got record numbers through the door, 10,251. Amazing. amazing isn't it? That's a big, big event. <laughs> a yeah, event. amazing. Oh,
1: it's so cool. So Joe, when you were like planning for the event, obviously you had a lot of, a lot of sessions in, that you were involved in. Did you make a plan did you do you generally use these kind of things as an opportunity to catch up with suppliers to schedule in sessions that you're going to go to what do you do when you're planning to go along to a conference
0: um well yeah so things are a bit different for us now with speaking sessions so for us you know we had I, I kind of look we have the event and also we have like breakfast so we had a go proposal breakfast but which you know definitely was going to be attending and then there was like after party events as well so you kind of it's not just the day itself there's other things on the outside as well and me and you wanted to meet up and practice some things beforehand as well but the actual event itself once um I always download the app I always like search for the speakers or who it is that I want to speak uh see I always look I always think like the big um intro events or like the the really like headline speakers you know they're they you know you've got you got to try and get to those I know that um everyone was speaking about the brad burton talk that you know was amazing and really like energizing so you know if if, if an event's got someone that they've obviously chosen hand picked for like a big session try and get that one in i you know they, they they're going to be good um and then think about yeah i would reach out if i had more time and i wasn't <laughs> talking as much as i am um i would definitely reach out to my suppliers and try and say, right, I'm around on this day or that day. Are you there? You know, your account managers, try and meet up, have a coffee with your account manager. Go and ask them, right, what's new with the the software that I'm using? Booking a follow-up, even doing that, you know, just holding yourself accountable. And try not to, I mean, we had we, um, if we try and walk across the room and we had something to do, we had to walk with purpose, didn't we Zoe? Because <laughs> course, if you don't walk with purpose, you end up getting caught up in uh, so many conversations or chats along the way. So um, I've, I felt like all of the, and that was a nice thing as well, that there was no, we've been to events recently with COVID and things where stands are standing empty. So as you're walking past, everyone's trying to get your attention and that feels a bit, oh. Whereas this time, everyone was so busy and full that it didn't you know you could you could walk around and choose who you wanted to speak to Hmm. you have to make a plan about it I mean there were some parts of the of the room that I didn't even ever see I never Hmm. found I never found the author's lounge I I don't know where it was (laughs) I never found it so it's so these big events yeah you have to make a plan and stick to it and really think about what is it, you know, what's your goal for this year? What are you trying to achieve? So then go to, you know, the sessions that are going to help you with that. You know, if you're going to take on staff, then there's a people, you know, theatre. So look at the sessions there. Where do you, you know, where should I be? Um, which sessions should I be attending? Or if you are, you know, if you've seen a piece of software that everyone's talking about and you want a demo or something, go and go and see who they all are and have a chat. But you've got, you've got to do it with purpose, but also make time just to sit and have coffee or, you know, have those get outside. Me and Zoe went out the front. We had a great conversation with a young bookkeeper, didn't we? Who said, I've left my job because of you two. No <laughs> I mean, pressure. No. We like, what? So we gave her a bit of coaching on the side while we was eating an ice cream in the sun. So, yeah, you've got to make sure I definitely need to get out of the environment as well and the noise just to like decompress for a second and then go back in again so make sure you've got plenty of time for breaks
1: yeah i think that there's a lot of because the way the the schedule happens and you have like a 45 minute talk and then you have a break and then the next one starts on the hour so you you know that you know that there's something happening every hour um i think um mm-hmm. i think that that works really well because you've got time to go between things but when joe was saying about how you need to walk with purpose across the room not because we wouldn't want to have a conversation because we absolutely have loads of conversations but really because if you know you've got to be somewhere for a particular time you've just got to get there and when it's so big and you're like oh which theatre is I mean it's actually once you realise the system as it works around the room it's okay but I think when you first walk in there you're like ah I need to be here at this time where is it Um, and I think it's just good to like get your bearings um so but also I think it's good to not have that expectation that you'll be at something every hour or that there's something you're going to miss because Mm. um we go there i I think a lot of people will be going for the cpd points which make Mm -hmm. a lot of sense you know to go as well as like i think kath was saying that you know going there to meet up with people totally and um that's really important and also like seeing the software vendors and the people that you know having those face-to-face demos is So much better than watching a video because you can ask the specific question that you've got, and I think that sometimes that's really helpful. Just to be like, right, I'm here, I'm going to find out, and yeah. you can go and ask people. Um, but I think that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. To, I was talking to someone she was like, well, I've got to be here at ten o'clock because this is on, and then this is at eleven o'clock. And I was like, it's okay if you can't. Like, yeah. and, and actually, you know, from our experience, some of the sessions we were at, or we were walking past, there would be people outside the theatre. There, you know, there were. Some of the sessions were so popular that um, you might not have thought in anyway. And I think it's yeah. just to know that you don't have to do all the things and what, what you've done, as long as you can um, take it in and then go away and make your notes and process and decide, well, what does this mean for me? And what am I going to do next because of that information? That's mm-hmm. when you can get the most out of those kind of
0: sessions. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was It was really good. And I'm I'm really looking forward to um, the, the Manchester version and I think um, I think it's it is really important to plan really far ahead and it's not about just planning the week before. I know that I think we're all kind of um, especially in the success lounge, the conversations that are happening they are really good at making sure everyone's kind of chatting about what's what's going on. Are you booked in with this? Are you doing that? So they're trying they naturally are getting ahead of the curve. Whereas before when I was on my own, I might've just rocked up and like picked up a map and tried to figure out what I'm doing, which you definitely, you definitely can't do that. So Mm -hmm. I think it was much more welcoming for bookkeepers in general, much more welcoming for uh, anyone running a business on their own and feeling that like it would be nerve wracking to turn up somewhere on your own. And I thought the sessions that, you know, that we were part of or bits and pieces that I saw were really good, really good sessions. And everyone, Mm -hmm. all of the vendors looked like they, they were excited to be there and that they wanted to talk to people and help them grow their businesses. So I think it was a really good event.
1: We, um, someone said, um, Natalia says, Joe, I listened to your sister's talk on day two. I saw Marie very fleetingly as um, she was arriving and I was leaving and I'm really gutted that we missed out on that session. Um, we were involved in a few things. So you started the day on when on the Wednesday, the first day, you were on a panel, which was really good. That was a really good session, wasn't it, with Bobby yeah. Lane? And you were talking yeah. about um, you were talking about whether it's your fault if you can't hire the right team members. And yeah. that was, it was really good to hear from like an HR point of view, mm. like what you need to do to think about. Bringing the right team members in and nurturing them and making sure they want to stay with you, yeah. um, and then to hear from you about how you have managed to bring three hires into your team at a time where you know there's a talent crisis and people can't hire, um, and I think and there were some I think that maybe some of the things you said would have surprised people as well.
0: Yeah, it was good fun. It was good fun. And how that and this is the thing. Like, if you have any ideas about you know when Accountex comes about, people that like they AccountX want ideas on talks. And me and Zoe put forward didn't we a few ideas um you know what we think you know what's happening at the moment and what we want to talk about and the talent shortage thing does you know get on my nerves that people always saying oh there's no talent there's no talent and I'm like there is but they don't want to work in your strict nine to five in the office in London that's yeah you're struggling to find them because they want flexible um working so yeah, so we put forward a like a brief on that. And they said, oh, someone else has put forward this brief. You need to be on this panel because your views are very similar. Um, and it was yeah, it was good fun and great way to start. And I sat next to the um, business editor of The Times. I mean, what oh, yeah. an opportunity. Um, and it was really nice to hear from him talking about big, big enterprise and how they're struggling, you know, um, in, with this and me with my little business as well it was like a good overview wasn't it of all the different thoughts around it it was really
1: interesting and do you remember it wasn't that long ago that we were speaking to Will Farnell on the podcast as mm. well and he was talking about how the impact of 2007 has impacted like the talent pool of the cancer. so I think all of this stuff like tied up so well with that conversation and um, yeah it was a really good one um so yeah I'm sure that will be replayed and relived in lots of other conferences for the rest of the year maybe um and then we went on and we had two sessions later in the day as well didn't we so we had um we we did a session about um I wish I could remember the names you think I would have come here think remembering exactly what the names of the sessions were how to increase your prices
0: and get more clients that was the one yeah
1: and we actually had that session recorded so if you missed it we're going to have it available and it'll go out on YouTube it's going to be a few weeks I think for when we get that video back but I, th- there are a lot of people saying oh no I can't come along I can't make it this time and we just felt like the best thing to do to make sure our community could watch that chat whether it was a chat wasn't it really yeah. um make sure that's available to you is to make sure that it was recorded so um that was the one where the girls in the uh, bar were clapping in the evening <laughs> and um I think that was it was a really good session. That was packed out the day that we ran that one.
0: That was that was really packed out. And um, it was, yeah, That the energy of that was really good. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, it's it's We always get a bit nervous because we want to do a good job and we want to give a lot of value. We want to make sure that people haven't spent 45 minutes and think, oh, that was a waste of time. But they did. No, I don't think they were. Really I
1: know you were really nervous about that one when mm. we were preparing. And I think we knew that timing wise, that was the session which... We most people would be attending just thinking ahead to like when the end of the day is and where people like people might be leaving to get drinks or dinner or getting home or whatever. And we felt like that one being in the middle of the day was probably going to be our busiest one. And it was also the like in terms of the things that we really excel at speaking about, that was like the perfect fit for us. And so we really wanted to do it justice. Mm And you were really stressed. And I was just like, this is fine. We know this so well. Um, We have heaps of slides. Like we knew what was coming. And I felt really good about that one. The one that I was stressed out about was the one about what what happens now that MTD has been delayed. That one stressed me out. And that oh, is yeah. less
0: stress. This is why it we was- work well together. It's so yeah. funny. We always do opposites, opposites. And Kath has informed us it's how to be ready for a future without making tax digital was our second one. Perfect, but we knew- thanks, Kath. thanks, Kath. It was at the end of the day. We knew it might be quieter, but still, it was full. It was packed, wasn't it? And it was on the tax stage. I mean, we were like, we did kind of laugh and like, we're on the tax stage.
1: Oh. I think we, you know, we don't talk we don't train you on technical aspects of bookkeeping you that's what your professional body and your training is for um we're very much about business development but this is that part where it crosses over into well mm-hmm. how do you design your business now that this isn't happening yes. so we wanted to talk about you know what, what what next and really make the point you know the, the crux of it is digitalization is still really important so how do we approach that with clients and how do we sort of keep pushing ahead and um it was it was really interesting we had a few questions at the end somebody who felt like mtd was going to be a very very big challenge and we're under no illusion this is this was going to be a massive challenge um but he really needed to make that point to us at the end of the session Mm -hmm. and then we had another question from somebody who said uh or a comment maybe saying well actually i want to see this as an opportunity to sort of almost trial getting people over to, to the cloud and then other people could I'll know like I've learned some lessons that I can then use and she was coming she came from a huge practice didn't she so it was really good to have that um because there were the both room. big
0: practices and one was saying this is going to be really hard why are you making it out like it's not and the other one's like no what they're saying is it's coming so we might as well use this time now to do it without this big HMRC mm-hmm. deadline over our heads and actually yeah we we, we said loads of times we know this isn't easy. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So it was kind of, it was interesting. And then we had someone pull me aside at the end saying, that was wonderful. We've never, I've never heard anyone talk so positively about MTD. And I was like, oh, and where are you from? What, she, you know, what do you do? She's like, oh, I'm head of client engagement at HMLC. I was like, oh, okay. She was like, I never hear anyone talking positive. I just hear all the bad things. And she said, I needed to hear what you were saying. And actually, I'd love to hear more from the bookkeeper's point of view. So we kind of handed her over to like, I like to call them a gaggle. We threw her, into, we the <laughs> we threw her into the <laughs> den. into the den. And said, well, there you go, go and chat to them. You never know who's listening or what someone, you know, why someone's going to be turning up and listening to your talk. And yeah, it was, it was nice to hear from her point of view. And um, that, well, it was, I mean, she seems like she's had a bit of a tough time of it. And she enjoyed listening to why it was a good idea and, you know, especially why they started it in the first place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that was good feedback to have, wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. I, but I th- like, I can, it was an interesting um, test of comfort zones. I think mm. just in terms of like, what w- what would we cover in a talk? And I think for anyone who like anyone who, stresses about social media and raising their profile and all the things that maybe we spoke about in the first talk about you know becoming more well known and being seen as an expert and raising your prices and things like that um we feel all those feelings too because we put ourselves out there every time we do this kind of thing so um it's not i think it looks easier than it maybe feels sometimes and actually on the second day um three of our amazing community kath vincent is here watching this kath and Libby Walklet, I think Libby's here too, and for Charlie Patel, they came and had a chat with me about their practices on the second day. And um, it, we were talking about like the secret diaries of bookkeepers and what accountants don't know about bookkeepers. So I really wanted to talk about how, I wanted to talk about how you can build a, bus- a profitable business around bookkeeping and just kind of open people's eyes to how powerful it is for a business owner to have somebody in their business who really cares about their numbers day to day, just like our bookkeepers are doing. And they just honestly, absolutely. I think it was a really, really engaging conversation. Lots of interest from people in the audience. It was, it was really busy and I just loved having a chat and just hearing about all the journeys everyone's been on. It was fab.
0: I, I love the fact that this is the difference, isn't it? Compared to last year, you know, last year at Accountics London, we didn't talk, did we? We didn't talk. Or... I don't know. It might have been on a panel. might have been on a panel. We didn't have our own session. But for you to host a session and give other bookkeepers an opportunity to be on a panel. And then for my sister, she filled in a panel because I, was, I wasn't able to talk. I just think... Oh, it was, it's definitely, It's. we're definitely having an impact. Um, I know they're talking in the comments about whether any of the sessions are recorded. Two, Our two sessions were recorded and will be coming out in the future. We will let you all know. The one with the panel with the bookkeepers wasn't recorded, I don't believe. So yeah, they'll be coming out and we'll upload them to YouTube, those two, because we really wanted to feel, we know it's not possible for everyone to get everywhere, but we really think they were good chats. And Yeah,
1: uh, I think we do our best to you know, invest in capturing those kind of conversations where we have the opportunity as much as we can. So, um, yeah, we try and make those available cause we, yeah, want to share, but we'd also love to see you at an event, you know, like come, come in real life and there is Manchester account X. That's the digital accountancy show. Yeah. Go proposals event firm up is next month as well. So there's loads of stuff in the diary that's coming up. And I think it's a really good thing to add to your CPD training, mm-hmm. come along to an event like push those comfort zone boundaries and um just meet other people I think the meeting people is just it's game-changing isn't it it
0: it really is just to know you're not on your own and that other people have got the same problems that you have same questions and concerns that you have I just think it makes you feel like okay I'm not going mad because I think we sometimes feel that oh it's all right for everyone else they're okay they haven't got this going on but when we you know when we have a chat with others we realize we're all in the same boat and um we can all help each other out and even if it's just a bit of support and just say yeah I'm in the same boat I don't know what to do either just makes you feel a bit better doesn't it yeah it's good good. To
1: have, totally <laughs> good To I mean yeah Christy had me in tears at one point so like yeah. absolutely you having people around you having community around you is a really big deal and that's why we're here doing this so um we are there to bring the community That's what it's all about um it was really nice to catch up with you, Joe. I really enjoyed having an ice cream with you in the sunshine. And we saw Ashley Leeds then as well, didn't we? We saw Ash. Yeah. So um we had some really nice catch-up and it was lovely to see everyone who was there. Um yeah, we will we'll we'll be at the next one. We'll see you at the next event and mm-hmm. we'll see you next week for another episode of the Bookkeepers Podcast. See
0: you, see see you then. then. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week for the Bookkeepers Podcast. For topical bookkeeping chat, why not join our free Facebook community? Six Figure Bookkeepers Club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.